Hey, Cross Community Church family. If you don't know me, my name is Grayson Johnston. I serve as the worship pastor here. And today uh, I get the opportunity to share with you uh, from the New City Catechism. And we're going to be talking about question 24 today. But before we get into that, I'd like to just take a minute uh, to talk about why we even do this. Why are we answering these questions? Why does theology matter? Merriam-Webster defines theology like this. Theology is the study of religious faith, practice, and experience, especially the study of God and of God's relation to the world. And if you're like me, when I think of the word theologian, um, I think of a lot of old dead guys. Uh, a lot of old, old dead guys. Maybe you think of uh, some New Testament scholar at some uh, Bible college, or, or maybe you think your, your first thought is, is your pastor. Uh, but the reality is that we are all theologians. Whether you're an atheist or you're a devout follower of Christ, everybody believes something about God and how God relates to the world. So the question isn't really whether you're a theologian or not. The question is whether you're a good theologian or a bad theologian. And going through a catechism like this uh, helps us recognize good theology from bad theology and, and maybe hopefully correct some bad theology. So today we're uh, on question 24, and the question and answer are going to be on the screen. Uh, if you would read the answer with me, that would be, that'd be great. So question 24, why was it necessary for Christ the Redeemer to die? And this is the answer. Since death is the punishment for sin, Christ died willingly in our place to deliver us from the power and penalty of sin and bring us back to God. By his substitutionary atoning death, he alone redeems us from hell and gains for us forgiveness of sin, righteousness, and everlasting life. And we find this in Colossians 1, verses uh, 21 through 22. And you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. Hmm. So if, if you've been uh, with us as we've done the New City Catechism, we, we actually started this back at the beginning of the year in, in January. We know uh, these things. God is holy. Uh, he created us to know him, to love him, live with him, and glorify him. We glorify God uh, by enjoying him, loving him, and obeying his will, commands, and law. The law of God requires personal, perfect, and perpetual obedience. And we consistently break God's law uh, in thought, word, and deed. In this, we rebel against God in sin, and every sin is against the sovereignty, holiness, and goodness of God, and he will not allow them to go unpunished. So sin is... Sin is a big problem, but humanity's biggest problem isn't just sin. Uh, humanity's biggest problem is that we sin against a holy God uh, who can't be around sin, uh, who hates sin, who is wrathful against sin. And Paul writes in Romans that the wages of sin, what we earn from our sin, is death. And this is a, a bad place to be. It seems insurmountable. We can't be perfect. Um, so the wages of our sin, who we are, is death. 
Um, but the second half of that verse brings us great hope because Paul writes that the gift of God is eternal life. Um, thankfully, God, God knows all these things too. Uh, he knew that there was no way we would be able to keep this law perfectly. And so he set out and made a plan. He looked down the corridors of time and he saw a broken people who would need a way out. So he willed to send his son Jesus to earth to live a life that we could not live perfectly and to pay a debt we could never repay on our, by, on our behalf by dying on a cross as propitiation for our sins. And this, this doctrine, um, this beautiful uh, but brutal doctrine is called penal substitutionary atonement. And this doctrine is one of the things that makes Christianity seem really foolish to people who are far from God. And, and truthfully, um, I, I get it. Like I've, I've asked these same questions. Like why would God force his son to earth to die? Why would God let his son be murdered? Why would Christians even serve a God who shows his love by killing his son, right? Um, I wonder, if, I wonder how many of you ask these same questions. Uh, but the problem with this line of thinking, and, and honestly, the beauty of the truth is that Jesus went willingly to his death. Uh, when Judas led Roman soldiers and a mob of angry religious leaders to the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, Jesus allowed himself to be taken. And even though he and the Jewish leaders knew that it was illegal to try him at night and in secret, he submitted willingly. And when he was put before Pilate, he didn't defend himself. He didn't say, hey, this is this is the wrong move. I'm innocent. No, he he let uh, a dangerous man uh, be exchanged for him uh, so he could go to his death. And in John 10, Jesus tells his disciples three times uh, in verses one through 17 that he had come to die. And then in verse 18, he makes it abundantly clear. Uh, he says, no one takes it from me but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it back up again. And what Jesus is saying here is I'm in control. I am doing this on purpose. I am here for this. And because what Jesus did on the cross, he did willingly. He, he knew what was coming. He knew the suffering that was coming. He knew he was gonna be beaten and bruised and broken. He knew he was gonna be humiliated. He, he knew that he was gonna suffer the most excruciating death, uh, all for us guilty sinners. And he looked at us while we were still enemies of God and he had compassion on us and he did it. And man, what? beautiful love, unimaginable love and grace that God has given to us through his son, through his death on the cross. So why did the perfect redeemer Christ uh, die a horrific, barbaric, savage death willingly on behalf of man? Um, Athanasius of Alexandria uh, gives us this. Thus, taking a body like our own, because all our bodies were liable to the corruption of death, he surrendered his body to death instead of all and offered it to the Father. This he did out of sheer love for us so that in his death all might die. 
and the law of death thereby be abolished because having fulfilled in his body that for which it was appointed, it was thereafter voided of its power for men. This he did that he might turn again uh, incorrupted men who had turned back to corruption and make them alive through death by the appropriation of his body and by the grace of his resurrection. Thus he would make death to disappear from them as utterly as straw from fire. <laughs> he would make death to disappear from them as utterly as straw from fire. Have you believed this? Can you believe this good news? That our lives are not our own, but that we belong to God? That he loved us so deeply that he would give his only son to bring us back to himself for all eternity? that we could never save ourselves through our works or our good deeds. So we were bought at a price and we are his forever. Uh, that we do not have to fear eternity uh, because death has disappeared as utterly as straw from fire. Wherever you find yourself today, uh, put your faith in Jesus. I know that's not an easy thing to do, uh, but put your faith in Jesus. Believe that he died for you on the cross and trust in him alone to forgive you from your sins because we can't do anything about that. We can't gain salvation for ourselves. It is him alone that can forgive us of our sins. Your identity is that of an adopted son or daughter of God and you can have a personal relationship with him, a personal eternal relationship with him. Just Do, do you believe this? If you feel the need to respond to this good news, to this gospel today, we'd, we'd love to know. Um, we want to be able to walk with you, to walk alongside you, to mentor you, to put you in community with other believers. Uh, and, and you can do this in a couple different ways. You can uh, email us at info at crosscommunity.org or you can fill out the next steps form that we have linked in the description of this video. Um, but Guys, thank you so much for joining me today as I got to share with you from the New City Catechism. Um, and, I, and I pray that, that learning about the atoning work of Jesus on the cross uh, brings you closer to him. And we will see you here next week as we go into question 25. Love you guys so much.